0: I just want to preface this message by saying I'm going to keep this one uh, relatively short. But at the same time, share something that I feel like God is just sharing with me at this moment. Um, This year, I have felt super just burnt out. Um, I'm not even saying just like spiritually, I I mean like mentally, physically, emotionally. It's just like so many things have gone on. Um I've had to put myself in in some weird situations. Not bad, just weird. And I found myself in some weird situations. Um and I can't say that I've I've passed every test, but I've I've found myself in tests and they have just been draining me. Um I had an option to do summer school this year and the idea of doing summer school. Um, I was fine with it. it, it I, lo- I love my I love working with my kids. And it's just like I love helping people out. And I know that we were what happened was we were short um a teacher for summer school. And so they kept asking me and asking me and asking me, and I have a weird need or I have a weird um want to feel needed. I have a feeling I'm not the only one, but I like feeling needed. So the fact that they kept asking me over and over again made me want to, um, just made me want to, um, like, just like I wanted to help, but at the same time thinking about doing it, just literally every time I thought about it, I was stressing out. Um, I've just found myself so burnt out and so just not wanting to do anything. Like wanting to recede entirely just like into some like basic necessities and focus on all that stuff. And and you might have noticed that these podcasts are a little bit late these past two weeks. That's, that's in part because of that. I um was even questioning whether or not I should um just take a break for the summer from the podcast. Um and I, I'm still not sure. I'm gonna probably pray about it. Still got a couple more weeks of summer. I may or may not take a break. I'm not entirely sure. But um so I was just um feeling very stressed out. Didn't want to didn't want to work on anything. Didn't want to work on the podcast didn't want to um work on any music i just just wanted to literally do nothing uh, i've been telling everybody i i just want to sit at home and get so tired of being home that i'm so eager to just get back into things when summer ends i want to get that desire to work that desire to um to sing and desire to to do podcasts that i you know feel like i should have um But oddly enough, (laughs) and I feel like someone's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what you guys are thinking. I I won't pretend to. But oddly enough, um, I fell fell across a couple of verses um, that just spoke to me. One, I actually read a couple weeks back, but it didn't really come back to memory until today. And I want to say that that one's going to be the focus of this um, podcast. I don't know if today will have a focus, but um, it was just the one that had me thinking of this idea. And um, this verse is Matthew fourteen thirteen. It says, When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot, from the towns this is um right after jesus found out that um john the baptist had been brutally murdered uh decapitated and and putting myself in his position i mean honestly i i'm not gonna say i've been in this position but i've i've related to this actually um I've been kind of like shocked into, wow, I, I'm not going to say I reacted the way he did. I mean, I reacted similarly, but the outcome was different, Um, at least for a moment. But Jesus is just like so shocked. <laughs> this person he knew, this person who had, I mean... For those of you that don't don't know like john the baptist was um born to elizabeth which was a cousin of mary and elizabeth and her husband had been having trouble conceiving and it was a whole thing his birth alone was a miracle um when john the baptist was born people were amazed because um, so many miracles came along with that like elizabeth's husband couldn't speak and just a whole bunch of things. So both John the Baptist and Jesus had kind of miraculous births. Obviously, um Jesus was the only immaculate um conception. I'm not even sure I'm saying that right. I always think of the Spanish version, but uh, he was the only one who who was born to a virgin. Um but they were still both very miraculous births. Um they were still both very godly men um john the baptist was the one who baptized jesus and you know helped him to receive the spirit um by the jordan river and it's just so it's so weird to think of someone as someone you love so 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 peacefully like that to be brutally murdered and i i just i can't say that someone was brutally murdered but but, and then to think that Jesus knows that he has a similar outcome coming because Jesus knew all along what was going to happen. And he knows, well, there goes another one of the moments that is going to occur on my way to the cross where I'm going to be crucified. That's his thoughts. And not only that, but this is a friend and and so many things going on in his, thought, um, in his mind that he's thinking and whatnot. And so it's fully understandable why he wants to retreat and just kind of go into solitary. And I I just thought it related so, again, there's not similar situations. I I haven't heard of some, a friend who was, like, they're not directly similar, but they relate. And it's just, Jesus having so much going on that he wants to retreat into solitude. And I feel so burnt out that I want to retreat into solitude. But what happens next is important because Jesus does retreat into solitude, but those crowds follow him on foot from the towns. And shortly after in Matthew 14, 14, it says he had compassion on them. And then he goes on to do one of the most infamous, not infamous, one of the most famous uh, miracles, right? Feeding the 5,000. And so, In reading this, I was just kind of awed. I was really humbled because I'm like, I can't say that I've ever been been put in a position like that. Not even just you know finding out someone was brutally murdered in a way like that, but also just knowing that what my outcome is, how that brings me closer to my gruesome outcome, and yet still having the compassion in all of that, to still speak to people, love on people. And so I felt moved, and I'm like, if Jesus can do that, obviously I'm not Jesus, but if he can do that for other people, if in all those moments where he wanted to find solitude, he could do that for me, for other people, then in my bit of burnt-outness, I can push forward and keep doing things, at least the godly things. I'm going to take a break from work, but (laughs) I can still do the podcast. I can still pray. I can still worship. And I I might, I don't know if I will take a break from the podcast, but at the very least, I'm not going to take a break from um, praying, from reading my, my Bible and stuff and just getting closer to God because that would be a mistake. And here's where one of the next verses comes in. It's Matthew 11, 28-30. It says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. I feel like it's a natural response that when we want solitude, Or at least for me, when I want solitude, I take solitude from everything. I'm just, I will hole up in my room and I'll read a book and that's it. I want, I'll take a break from everything, including God, including reading my Bible, including praying. I just, I want to do nothing except just things that I hadn't had time to do previously. And in my mind, I think that's going to give me peace, but that's a horrible mistake because, again, this verse says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I mean, there's also Psalm 23, which states, there's a table that he's prepared for you. I just think so many times we tend to just, when we get burnt out, we fall to the flesh and like what we want to do, our desires and stuff. And and I'm not saying... That every desire is incorrect. Is reading a book incorrect? I mean, it depends on the book. I mean, not every book is good for your soul, good for your spirit. But pulling away from God when you're feeling stressed out, pulling away from God and and prayer and worship is not gonna help you because again, he's essentially what gives us rest. He's what rejuvenates us, he's what fills us with joy and wisdom and strength. Um there's that one verse. I actually don't know this one, but it's coming to mind now that I'm talking about strength and you know, thinking of this verse where it mentions, come all who are weary and find rest. Um, it's the joy of the Lord is my strength. And one thing that I always think of when I think of that is, well, when do I feel the joy of the Lord most? It's when I'm putting on music and I'm praising and worshiping. And it's not just any song. It's typically just songs that remind me of how great God is. Because I feel like sometimes we make the mistake of just putting on any song like, oh yeah, this is a Christian song, so it's just going to make me feel good. But I don't want to put on a song because it's a Christian song. I want to put on a song that reminds me of the goodness of God. I want to put on a song that reminds me of how great my God is because that's essentially what we should be doing because our identity is found in God. And if we can remind ourselves of how great He is, then we can be reminded of who exactly stands with us, of who stands beside us, before us, within us. And if we can do that, then we can find strength and we can find joy and peace and wisdom and all of those things that we need to find in order to keep going and living not even just a godly life, but living life at all. I mean, so many people are getting burnt out. That's not just something that happens to Christians. You see people quitting their jobs, um, finding dangerous ways to make money, taking their own lives because they can't live in this life anymore. And And I know I started this off by talking about my own situation when just wanting a break from from work but this isn't just someone who wants a break from work or sorry this isn't just for someone who wants a break from work this isn't just for someone who wants you know a moment of peace and they just had a bad day today this is for anybody who is tired this is for anybody who is weary this is for anybody who just feels distraught for some reason it doesn't matter if it's just a small moment of weakness or a small moment of I just need a break God please give me a break this is for anybody we can find strength we can find rest in, in our prayer in our worship in reminding ourselves just who it is that stands before us who it is that provides for us who it is that loves us and in that, we can find rest, in that, we can find peace, and in that, we can be and feel fulfilled. One more verse I want to share before I talk about the, uh, the, um, the verse that I mentioned before, the one about Jesus after he found out about John the Baptist. The uh, last verse I wanted to mention was First Peter five six. It was actually on the Bible app today. Today being, um, <laughs> I don't know, I can't pull it up right now. Have it on focus, or my phone's on focus. But um, anyway, First Peter five six. It says, "Humble yourselves, therefore." Sorry, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time He may exalt you. Um, I just felt like it was one of those perfect timing moments because I opened up my my Bible app and I was like, do I really want to do this? It's like, I just want a break. I was thinking all about myself. I was thinking all about what I want to do and what's good for me. And then I read this and it says, humble yourself so that at the proper time, he may exalt you. And I, I didn't even really care I mean, I do care about God exalting me, I guess, in the same way that everybody just wants to have a happy life. But it's not what made me turn on my recording equipment. It's just to humble yourself. We talked about um, last week being grateful and being humble and just reminding ourselves that this isn't about us. And reminding myself why I wanted to do this podcast in the first place because I did go through things that were tough for me. I did go through situations where I wouldn't have made it out were I not for God. And I don't want to scare anybody into thinking, you know, um, the end times are coming. I've never wanted to say that or do that. I've always just wanted people to know the love of God. Because the end time's coming. I mean, for me, it always says the Bible that not even the angels know the day or or hour or second or time that the end will come. Yet we spend so much time obsessing over that. In my opinion, I don't care about that. Do I? Should I know the signs? Yeah. But I've always felt like God told me or just was guiding me towards just sharing the love of God because whether the end times are tomorrow or today or tonight or here or decades from now sharing the love of God will never be wrong. Do I always just want to share the love of God? No, not just the love of God. I'm going to share the love of God sometimes and I'm also probably going to share, you know, um, how to maintain a healthy relationship with God. It's not always going to be just the love of God. Oh, yes, we have the love of God. And that's, that's the important part, but there are other important parts, like how to stay in the love of God, how to continue experiencing the love of God, how to share the love of God, how to fully embrace the love of God. And with those come things like keeping our minds pure, keeping our hearts pure, reading our Bible, worshiping, praising. But anyway, just reading that verse really reminded me that it's, it's not about me. It's not about how tired I am, because I guarantee that Jesus was more tired. And I'm not saying that it invalidates how tired you're feeling. But if Jesus in those tired moments could find rest in God, then I can also find rest in God. I can also know that God's going to give me the strength to push through whatever I'm going through and realize that in my tired moments, it might be just the perfect moment to reach someone. And that if I wait until I feel good enough, well, I feel good now, I'll try now, it might be too late. And I always like to think of that because because what if the day you're tired is the one time someone's open to listening about God? What if the day that you're having a bad day and you decide, well, I'm not going to talk to anybody and God's nudging you and saying, hey, share the message to that person. You're like, not today, God. Is the last day that person has on earth. That's the thing that humbles me. Because I think, what if that person was me? What if that was my last day? What if that was my last moment to receive God and someone said they were too tired to share the love of God with me? What if that were my brother or my nephew or my niece and someone said they were too tired to care? Anyway, (laughs) back to the... uh, The verse we started with, Matthew 14.13. I'll read it again just to refresh our minds, and then I'll continue. It says, When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. And then it continues to say in Matthew 14.14, He had compassion on them, and then Jesus proceeds to do one of the best remembered miracles, which is feeding the 5,000. I talked about how to find strength. Joy the Lord is my strength. Um, Just praising, worshiping, reminding yourself who stands with you. But here's why we need to have that strength. Like I said before, that could be the one moment you could touch someone who otherwise would be untouchable. The one moment you could speak to someone before their heart hardens forever. That could be the one moment that if you were to have compassion for someone, God might use you to perform a miracle like Jesus did. Jesus was grieving. I don't know if I would have been in the right mindset to to have done what he did, to have had compassion on someone in that moment. I would have been so self-absorbed in my own grief and pain that it would have been difficult. And I'm sure Jesus had um, difficulty. He wasn't perfect but he had compassion regardless and because of his compassion and his humbleness and realizing that and realizing that these people were seeking god out even while jesus just needed a moment he decided to have compassion that even though he needed a moment he decided to to speak to them to perform a miracle for them to just Embrace them and share the love of God with them and the amazingness of God. Sometimes when we're tired or we need a break, that's when God is going to use us the most. Sometimes we're tired and we need a break because the enemy knows that that's when God is going to use us. And they want to tire us. They want to burn us out. They want to keep us from... Returning to the joy of the Lord. To sitting at the table and finding rest. To bearing Jesus' yoke. To finding rest in God. Because that is a moment where we might touch someone who could otherwise not be touched. Anyway, like always, um, we're just going to end this one in prayer. I don't wasn't paying attention to the time, sorry if it went long. Anyway. Dear God. Thank you for just always being here for me. For preparing a table. For giving me your joy which gives me strength. And for just speaking to me and pulling on me, convicting me, keeping me humble. Help me to love others as you love me. Help me to be strong even when I just want to give in and just, just take a break and just disappear from everything and pull back from everything and anything. Let me not do anything that is not your will. Let me not decide anything on my own. Help me to humble myself that at the proper time you might exalt me. Lend me your strength when I feel weak. Lend me your heart that I might find compassion on people that otherwise I would find or be unable to find any compassion for. Help me to remember daily the things that you have done for me so that I can remember them as I live my life and do it in honor of you. Thank you for being here for me. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I really hope you enjoyed this message. Um, It really spoke to me. I actually made this last week, but I was just so tired I couldn't even do the editing. Um, Just felt so burnt out lately, like I mentioned in past weeks. And um, Well, I didn't do the actual editing. I did do all of the work that day, and I feel like it was for a purpose because I got to listen to this again and it just reminded me what I was, um, what God was speaking to me in that day. I hope you guys received something from this message. And just remember, whenever you're feeling weak, just think that there's someone who's also feeling weak out there that doesn't have God on their side. And that maybe this one time might be the one time that you can make a difference in their life. And use that to give you strength. idea that you might be able to help someone in their future in er their their eternity their future children their grandchildren just by introducing them to god anyway i hope you enjoyed this and thank you for tuning in have a great week god bless you bye